Welcome to What the Fit, the podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hey, Andy. Hey, Chrissy. When you started that intro, I was really confused and like forgot that's how we started. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? You forgot how we started the podcast, how we start every single episode. Yeah. This is Uh like number 14. 100% forgot. Yep. Correct. How is your day going? Um, How's your life going? If that It's got its ups and downs, you know? I hear you. It's got its ups and downs for sure. But I am very interested to know what your favorite workout of the week was, if you'd like to tell me. I would love to because it was just a such a pleasant experience. I'm so happy to hear you so enthused about your workout. Yeah. I've I've really I've I've had a change, which yeah. is good. I think I do in the winter because I think in the summer I am just too I feel pressured by mother nature. Uh-huh. And to soak it all those up. Those around me. Yeah. And it's like if you're not fucking enjoying every damn second of the hours you were given, yeah. Then you shame feel, on you. Right. I I can understand that. Whereas in like winter, I'm like, I'm going to get to the gym. I'm going to put in a little time. Yeah. And I'm going to feel great about it. Yeah. But anyways. No, that's good. And I think that it's always important to remember when you're feeling not inspired, not motivated, it's not forever. It's temporary. You'll come back around again. And you came back around again. Here we are. Um. So I went on a just... Such a lovely, that is the best way to put it. Lovely, lovely run. Hmm. I would never describe a run for me as that, but um, I understand. This is my workout. <laughs> no, I'm okay? not. Just <laughs> let me have this. No, yeah, I'm letting you. I had come back from Columbus. It was a strange weekend up there. I was <laughs> on the Columbus road is, at I know, 7 a.m. And I was like, I got I to gotta do something here. Yeah. So I went out for a run and it was sunny. Mm. I listened to Mumford and Sons. Okay. Um, do, 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 do a little Irish jig in your run. Sure. Um, <laughs> Isn't that right? Had the leaves been a little more present, mm-hmm. um, I would have just been over the damn moon. Like yeah. I would have just been like having a fucking time. Right. But lovely nonetheless. Yeah. Great. That's perfect. My favorite workout. I was in Cleveland recently mm-hmm. and I had been following this studio for a while on Instagram as I do. It's called Core Clee. It is a mega former studio. So the guy who invented this slash like pioneered this workout, his name is Legree. So they call it like a Legree studio. Essentially, it's Pilates on steroids. The mega former, pardon me, is operates similarly like a Pilates reformer in that it's on a carriage, but there's just so many different places to put your hands, to put your feet, uh, to stand on it, to lay on it. There's different straps. It's just like crazy, but it's so form focused and it's every movement is a four count. So if you are, you know, what we did this one targeted exercise for our inner thighs when was the last time you did an exercise that specifically targeted your inner thighs um yesterday okay well i don't i don't do very obviously you were there we had a ring in between our thighs okay (laughs) yes okay we were both present so yesterday (laughs) yeah but i feel like i feel like that's also that was also working our abs i was also working our you know like different pieces 
of our bodies. This in particular, and I think a function of the megaformer is that it really can tar like target specific muscle groups. So we were like standing on the platform, had one leg on the stationary platform, one leg on the carriage. So you could move the mm -hmm. leg on the carriage out and move it back in. So you can imagine like you're just, oh yeah, just using your inner thighs. But it was like a four count out, a four count in. Ooh. So everything is super slow. It was really tough, but it was awesome. I loved the workout so much. Everyone at the studio was super friendly. I am really thinking about, uh, okay, thinking about is aggressive. I'm dreaming about <laughs> opening a Legree studio here in Cincinnati because we don't have one. There's none around. What do you think about that? I mean, count me out. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to do it. Me. I'm going to do it. Just like count me out. Ryan and any, I are going to do for it. For any, you know, the hard work part. Like I'll, I'll show up. At my opening? Yeah. So is anyone else thinking about opening a Legree studio? Should I flush my dream down the toilet? Are there any investors out there that want to give me money to open a studio? Let me know. Are people interested in another fucking fitness studio in Cincinnati? If there are any investors in general <laughs> that have excess funds, I think you know what to do. Slide the fuck in, Slide in. to our DMs. Yeah, we appreciate that. Okay, Andy, I want you to talk to me about what you want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to defer this to you. Yep. So I want you to be able to... This is going to be your space, your time to talk about it. Woof. And we'll get into more of it a little bit on the the app. We do. But. We do. Okay. I appreciate the time. So our guest coming up is going to talk to us about how fitness and movement helped her get through a really difficult trying time in her life and how she kind of took that and turned her career around, did a rebrand, um, you know, just kind of influenced her future in that way. And so I thought it would be an appropriate time to share a similar experience that I've had. And I think that I've definitely alluded to this in, in episodes, you know, talking about how I'm really concerned about winter and seasonal affective disorder impacting more me more than usual, or, you know, how my relationship with alcohol and how I had previously not been in a place of my life where I wanted to do any goal setting and now I am coming into that place again. Um, but really what was going on or is going on is that my younger brother, and Andy, you obviously know this, so this is more so just for listeners, but my younger brother passed away in a motorcycle accident two weeks after we released our first episode, so end of July. Um, obviously, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it sucks. It's the hardest thing I have ever had to go through. But I wanted to, you know, bring it up for a couple of reasons. One, I really resonated with the guest and we'll we'll dig into this for sure in, in her interview. But she talked a lot about how in a time when things are out of control that she used fitness and, and she used working out as, you know, something that she did have control over. And I feel the same way. So working out throughout all of this has been something that I have not let, didn't let go of. And it's, it's, I think, helped. I don't know. I'm still trying to also get through 
the piece of like there's nothing that you can do to help and you can't really fix it and that's hard for me because I'm such a controlling person I think to be fair I think you're doing you're doing a lot of things to help it no you can't fix it no yeah you can't reverse it and that's that's it it is what it is but you I think you're taking so many appropriate actions to appropriate for you I don't want to say that you know one size fits all or one formula fits all but you're taking appropriate actions for you to make yourself feel a little better and a little more at ease and coping through it so I think I don't want you to discount yourself for saying there's nothing you can do to help it because you are definitely giving it right and your your hardest try yeah and it's hard for me even to sit with people when people are and I of course know it's coming from a good place and I also recognize that like no one knows what to say to you or what to do in this type of situation there is really nothing but I have a hard time sitting with two and people like you're doing a good job and I'm like what does a good job look like you know like yeah like I am just trying to get by day to day kind of thing and 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 thankfully I've had this established workout routine that has allowed me to have just some normalcy when nothing feels normal. And, you know, we talk about this too, just the community, the friendly faces in the studios, you know, people that know and care about you has been great. This podcast has honestly, like, been such a lifesaver for me because it's been an outlet that I can put my creativity, put my energy. We've gotten so much positivity out of it. I've met some amazing people. And so I just thought that, you know, this was a good good time to bring this up. But also... It's been such a lesson for me in letting go of control because everything else in my life up until this point, if something was going wrong, if I didn't like it, if I was unhappy, like I had the power to change it. I could be in control. I could take the necessary steps. Like there is a solution to every problem except for this one. And so it's forced me to really let go of some of the controls that I put into my life and it's hard you know and like I have a lot of anxiety and the grief and the situation washes away any dams that you've built up over time of like I can deal I can deal with this I'm going to put this in place I'm going to do this I'm going to make this change I'm going to make this marker and you kind of you know build up these structures in your brain to just get you through and then when something tragic like this happens so unplanned and terrible that that just like pushes them away and so then you're left with like fuck (laughs) like all of this shit it just like rushes back so it's it's totally been a lesson that I have nowhere near mastered or learned or come close to understanding fully but kind of forced me to to sit with some things which which helps me to look at like my relationship with fitness or like helps me to be able to analyze why are you feeling guilty when you miss a workout you know like kind of like gets those those practices into play which I think is a positive but another I think just the timing you know we're in it with the holidays and the holidays have always been for me the most exciting cheerful amazing time and frankly right now I want to skip all of them. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do any of them at all. So, I know there are probably a lot of people out there, maybe not necessarily going through the loss of a loved one, but just any kind of 
mental illness or depression where you think that this should be a time where you're feeling you should be feeling so happy and cheerful and you're not and I just want to say that it's okay if you're not I'm not and I think that it feels I don't want to say it feels good none of it feels fucking good but there's a little hopefulness I guess or just the sense of you're not alone in that feeling what do you think um I mean, I can't personally relate to a lot of no, that, yeah, yeah. but to Chrissy's point, it's okay to not be okay. That's like one of my very favorite sayings and so pertinent in this time of year. Yeah. In any of those, ki- whatever you're fucking going through. I, you know, I talk a lot about a struggling pimple that I'm currently battling. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's okay. But that's also real and true for you. Be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I don't want to take away from any of your pain or any of the pain that no, yeah, our guest has gone through. Um, but definitely tune in for this one. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. But I think we got to bring it home on a cheerful note with our wild card. All right. Yeah. No. Andy, what is on your Christmas list? Okay. Christmas list this year, I asked for a um, membership to Platform Brewery is opening Um on Main Street, and yeah. they have a membership where you receive um, 12 limited edition, like, can releases. So 12 different six-packs, six four-packs, whatever it may be. Uh-huh. And then you receive happy hour prices on all of their drinks for, I cannot remember the duration. It's definitely a year. Wait, this is so perfect for you. Right. So I actually love Platform me too. Brewery, too. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge yeah. beer drinker, but yeah. I like that. And listeners my mom is refuting this idea so if anybody is just like has a giant crush on me i there's certainly a few of you out there this is what i want i can send you the the link um oh that's so great okay so on my christmas list a lot of my stuff is really centered on like self-care and wellness i feel like going into 2019 i just think that i want to be in like a really good as good as can be mental space and feel like sturdy for lack of a better word. So I have, I have a list here. Um, the seasonal affective disorder, sun lamp from mm-hmm. Amazon. Put that on the list. That's just, you just like, like a plant sit under a sun mm-hmm. lamp. CBD oils mm-hmm. for anxiety and stress. Four sigmatic mushroom Mushroom elixirs oh elixirs okay yeah well Mm -hmm. yeah the coffee the Mm -hmm. matcha they have like a ton of different lines Mm -hmm. i feel like that'll just be a nice little way to treat myself get Mm -hmm. some who the fuck knows but it's good some mushrooms in you yeah yeah Mm -hmm. some mushrooms Mm -hmm. um oh i want some cute minimalist earrings for my new short haircut Mm -hmm. and money for clothes good oh i forgot i want silver hoops Ooh, okay. Silver hoops. Big or small? Christy. (laughs) Dumb question. Our guest today is all about finding your fitness groove. She believes in buying experiences, not things, sweating once a day, that movement is vital for happiness, and many more mantras that sound like they belong on a Lululemon bag and that we can totally get behind. She's taken her struggles through a trying time and turned them into a movement a live in the movement to be exact. 
She'll lead you through a challenging, motivating 60 minutes of work and send you off with a sweaty, nurturing hug. Please welcome Emily Morgan. Hi, Emily. I love it. Well said. Thank Hello. you. Oh my gosh, you're, you're welcome. The the sweaty nurturing hug was like from personal experience. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just publicly apologize for not being there. Honestly, okay, I think my bank account should probably apolo- publicly apologize. <laughs> it just was like, hey, hey girl, you've got a lot of free things you could do. Yeah, oh, I know. Totally, I know. Totally. I hear you. Someday we'll get you in there. Well, well I'll, yeah. I'll be there for sure. Yeah, what Andy's talking about is I did Emily's, what's it called? Sweat 60? Um, it's a 60 minute strength training class yeah. at Studio S. So S60, 60 okay. minutes of strength. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did that um, just last week, right? Just last Friday. That's yeah. right. No, yeah. it was really fun. It was a really good Great workout. place to be. Yeah. yeah. We it's did. Nice studio. I think probably the hardest was when you had us do the wall squ- wall sit and then holding the medicine ball out for like our oh, shoulders. I would agree with that. For like <laughs> a minute. A killer move. <laughs> is similar to that you're in a take this one Mm -hmm. you're in a wall sit and you have the medicine ball out in front of you and you're raising it up so you're doing like like arms over your head oh god yeah and if you want to get some triceps you push out all right well we're gonna try that fucking murderous (laughs) we did it in a class once and i was like i was like i can do that a wall sit (laughs) put up a medicine ball in the air (laughs) easy no no it's very tricky it is but i also like to do things in that class particularly for any level i mean i think you know as an instructor you know that that has to come into your planning i mean Mm -hmm. we time a lot of things um i I want the time you know my dad to be able to walk in and do something that chrissy could do you know just at their own pace and in their own way yeah super interesting that you mentioned like you do it a lot of timing Mm -hmm. i i do as well when i Mm -hmm. teach and i'm i was thinking about this earlier have you noticed your personal workouts have changed since you started teaching like the format you work out in um, or, you know, just like what you're doing differently? That's a good question. I, I do kind of think so because sometimes, you know, in planning a workout, I'll test it out after mm-hmm. if I have time or, you know, it's a lot of movements that I've already right. known and mastered, you know, in my mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. But um, it's nice to kind of, and it's a good reality check to see, what your clients are going right. through. Like, how hard was this? Yeah. Right. Was it a good workout? I yeah. I, I feel mine has changed that. so much in that I used to hate anything timed. Mm. So when I first started teaching, I was trying to do like rep based mm-hmm. and it's so much harder. I mean, when you have 10 people in a class to be like, okay, one, absolutely, two. Yeah, people and people feel lost yeah. or, you yeah. know, feel like they're not doing enough or they're doing too much. And, and yeah. that's a huge way to lose yeah. people because, you know, if someone's super advanced and they're going, they're flying through the reps and somebody else can barely make it, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now I'm so drawn to timed workouts. Yeah. Um, anything where like I'm against the clock or the clock is timing me. That's like what I gravitate yeah. towards now. I like that too, because you have this, mindlessness about it you don't have to be worried about counting reps it's like the clock will do it for you you'll know when the timer goes off the buzzer goes off you're done I don't have to right like, oh shoot was that six was that five you know like you yeah, get I tripped mean, up on the number it's the longest 10 fucking seconds of your life yes. but <laughs> yes. you know there's an end point mm-hmm. whereas like those totally. reps just are like yeah no definitely <laughs> done. yeah you also right. introduced me to a new tricep exercise I had never done that tricep exercise before and you're like how you think at this point in your fitness lifetime you've done 
every tricep workout mm-hmm. you could possibly do, right? The overhead, the kickback, dip, push right. up, blah, blah, blah. There's not that many right, ways right. to work a tricep. <laughs> but she introduced me to this Let's brand new it. one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to describe it well, but your arm is like up in the air mm-hmm. and then you're taking the weight and moving it in towards your body, like into your sh- opposite shoulder. Yes. And back up so it okay so like i a have totally... a dumbbell in my left hand but yeah. you're doing it in front of your head in front of, of my head, head. okay so like towards my shoulder in front of my head mm-hmm. okay so you're like making like a so it's like a cheerleader move like that yeah you know most people would know what we're talking about if we're doing a cheerleader move behind our head and we're going toward that same shoulder but you just go in front and i feel like it targets a different part of your yeah, tricep but it also of the try keeps your <laughs> body pulled up i always love body in position a different portion of my muscle <laughs> yeah no it was great it was great yeah. so you two originally met each other through this fit day that you organized right Correct. i want to yes. hear about that okay so i started a blog called the city skinny mm-hmm. um i don't know how many years ago was maybe this like before four or five years ago okay yeah in the, in the blog yeah. movement yeah in the blog movement so i um it was intended to you know, give the skinny on different cities that we traveled to through my husband's work Mm -hmm. as a musician and he tours a lot. So I would go to, you know, Honolulu and, you know, where are the great places to eat or where's the best yoga studio? I want to go learn how to surf, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So we would kind of give the gist of each city that way. Yeah. Um, What it morphed into, as many things do in our, you know, entrepreneurial careers. Yeah. We, I, I, was doing more event work and I was working more hands-on and I love, I love entertaining, hosting events, things Mm -hmm. like that. So I started, I created this fit day and, um, Andy did maybe one a couple years ago. I'd never got to do one, but I had heard about you instructed it. I did. Yes. Yes. I was the last class. Yes. So what we do is we take a day and we pick four or five awesome studios in Uh Cincinnati and we do kind of a fitness crawl. Oh, um, we so provide fun. the transportation, uh, uh, no shower happy hour at the end, awesome swag bags. We just try to create a really nice, yeah. um, comfortable experience for people to test out different workouts. Um, the idea is to not only like spend a day on yourself and pamper yourself, yeah. if that's the way you want to describe it. It's very challenging. Yeah. But um, also get people in the doors of these awesome places. Mm -hmm. We really go through a process of making sure, you know, we get the best instructors and we have people that are positive and Mm -hmm. uplifting and are going to welcome our guests and take out the intimidation factor of walking into a new studio. Because I I feel like even as a fitness professional, I've tried so many classes. There are still times when I walk in and you think, well, who's going to greet me at the door? Am right. I going to know, Where you know, th- how to work the locker? Where do I put or my coat? Yeah. <laughs> silly things like that. <laughs> so true. you take all of that out and it's so amazing to see these connections, like, um, just seeing women that really, really cycle bar resonated with. Yeah. And it's great for everybody. Oh, so yeah. the, you know, the, the studios get a benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. They've got, we usually have 15 to 20 women. I'm trying oh, to get nice. more men in there, by yeah. the way. Um, but they, yeah, it's it's really cool to see the connections. Yeah. And I th- did you go to Zephyr too for like a braid bar? We did. Our last That's fit day so fun. in the fall was in Oakley. So okay. we did five workouts through Oakley. It was a tough day. Um, the, uh, how long are the workouts? We, um, 
we did about 45 to an hour everywhere. We, we could shave off a little well, bit here and there day. at certain places. Yeah. But some places in order to really showcase what mm-hmm. they do or their signature class yeah. had to be an hour. So these ladies worked their asses off and we did it all by foot. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very lucky. I think now in Cincinnati, I've seen the fitness industry grow so much oh my gosh, that yeah. we have pared down, you know, instead of going to Anderson for this class and then we would, you know, bus everybody to this place. Yeah, now right. we can focus in on a neighborhood. So mm-hmm. yes, we went to Zephyr and we yeah. got our hair oh. braided and we'd really try to treat people along the way yeah. because it is about treating yourself and taking care of yourself. I love that concept. Yeah. Andy and I tried to do <laughs> our own version of a fit day once. I love it. Chrissy, I love doing that. Cause he missed the first workout. <laughs> it was, I, it was like very, it was a weird day. It like the morning was like a snowpocalypse and yeah. like there was like 14 crashes on, on 71. The, yeah. Oof. And then I couldn't get across the bridge. Our first one was going to be a core strong. We were going to do like a lifting. Mm, love core strong. Yeah. And then we went to cycle bar for cardio, nice. had a little break and then finished it off with yoga. Yeah. Wow. So I missed the first class, but got in for cycle bar. I think we did brunch at Sleepy Bee. We did. And then do we went to move your hide for yoga. It was really fun. That's so fun. Yeah. That's yeah. like my ideal day. No, it was know? a lot of fun. It was great. It was really fun. I think we did we go out that night too. Oh, we went out during the day. Oh, we yeah. Pineapple party. <laughs> we had it. Day party. We had a damn day. Pineapple that day is party. the best way to go. I love it. It was a blast. But very what, fun. Do you guys have a, a one coming up? We do. Um, it will be in Hyde Park. Okay. And it is going to be in May. I believe it's May 18th. It's a Saturday. I'm okay. Gonna mark we wanted my to do it after now. the pig. Yeah. It is so, after the pig? Yes. Okay. We wanted to make oh, yeah. sure. Sometimes we have some overlap. I don't want to do it right the weekend before. Yeah. No one wants to. Right. You know, do six hours, find new muscles fitness. Yeah. Right. seven days before they run 26 miles yeah, or yeah, totally. they might need a break after. So, yeah. oh, that's so but fun. you guys I, will have to come. Oh, yeah, for sure. That sounds Very, I love it. Yeah. Like such a blast. So do you do one off events too? like if people are coming yes. to you and like, I want my bachelorette party to like do something like this? Yep. Do you, do and that, that is the coolest thing that yeah. um, has grown from this is I get a lot of birthday parties. And so I have oh, these yeah. wonderful studios that I've worked with mm-hmm. and we can kind of create a little mini version of my fit day. Yeah. And usually I'll teach an aspect of it mm-hmm. out in a park somewhere. We'll do a Ooh, couple yeah. workouts, maybe two. Yeah. We don't want to run them into the ground because right. it's a, you know, you get a very wide variety of people doing these things. I'm sure um, not everyone is a fitness freak who's right. going to someone's birthday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what am I signing yeah, right. for? What is, this <laughs> like, I really great. like you for me to do this. But everybody yeah. walks away with a smile. We always, um, my husband actually, when he's in town, helps me. And I also have a gal, Libby, who works with me. Mm-hmm. So we always put on a nice little brunch or yeah. a happy hour. I've done them at people's homes. We've done it in the park. It's, it's just fun. I oh, love sounds like entertaining. You. So yeah. That's the best. So how did this live in the movement, you know, brand kind of come up for you? Well, um, I just wanted something more appropriate. I started not to get too much into it, but I just didn't feel like... you can get into it, Emily. (laughs) We've got some champagne on the table. I love it. I'm ready to get into it. Um, The City Skinny just wasn't really serving me anymore. Um, It didn't fit well. I wanted my name to reflect what I wanted people to feel like mm-hmm. I want everybody to feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Everybody can find the way that they love to move. Yeah. Um, I think that is the recipe for success yeah. in health yeah, and definitely. feeling good about yourself is find what you love about fitness. Yeah. Is it working outside? Um, 
you know, is it mixing it up every day? Mm-hmm. You, you just, everybody's different and it's not a one size fits all thing. So, um, what's interesting is I rebranded mm-hmm. live in the movement. Maybe I'm really bad with timing, but maybe a year <laughs> and a half ago I yeah. was going through the process and, um, I turned 40. Mm-hmm. I went in for my mm-hmm. first mammogram just because yeah. my doctor told me to, right. Thought that was the right thing to do. Um, went in and they found a stage zero. Um, they call it a precancer. It's called DCIS. Okay. So it's not invasive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of confined within your milk duct. Um, but with the mammography, like mm-hmm. the 3d mammography and everything that they have now, they can find things before it could become invasive. Yeah. And it's a little controversial. Are we finding this too early? Are we, um, you know, are we over treating this? Right. But for me, I heard those words and I flipped, you yeah, know, I was really like, scary. that was a kick in the gut for someone who teaches people how to be healthy for a living. And yeah, you know, knock on wood is rarely ever sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I take pretty good care of myself. Yeah. So it was like, are you kidding me? Like, right. how's this happening? How's this happening to me? Yeah. So, um, not to get too much into that, but, um, about a month went by, I went through a double mastectomy and reconstruction uh, a couple wow. months later. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it was this sign from God almost. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, I, I don't believe all the time that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure this, there may not be a lesson that was, I was supposed to learn in this, Yeah, but I did learn a lesson through it. But you chose it. to learn a lesson through it. And yeah. I did. And so I started um, working with cancer patients mm-hmm. because as I went through this, I, you know, my doctors would say, oh, you're good to exercise. You know, go ahead. You can do whatever. Well, I couldn't like do whatever. after your surgery? After my surgery and while I was waiting for my reconstruction, you oh, know, okay. um, TMI, you yeah. have spacers under your skin oh. and your nipples like to hold your body in place. That makes sense. For I my mean, particular it, surgery yeah. until they, you know, reconstruct and right. then you're ready to go. But, um, but without any direction, no like, direction. Can I do a burpee? Can I do a check? Like, yeah, there's a lot of exercise. When they say oh. go exercise, there's a lot of things that you right. can take from that. Absolutely. And yeah. there was a big black hole for me, even with all the knowledge that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what to do. And I was doing things wrong for my body, too. Um, yeah. Well, you've never been through that before. No. Huh? Right. There's one way to train when before when you're healthy and you've been healthy most of your life and sure. this is your profession and then it's another thing to be recovering from surgery that's right. a different animal to think about I'm sure yeah so yeah. that that's the physical aspect yeah the emotional aspect is you right. know I found myself more depressed than I ever had been in my life I was finding it really really hard to forgive myself yeah because you wonder and I and I'm I've forgiven myself yeah but there are times when you think well, what did I do to my body what did I do? Yeah. Like, am I stressing out too much? Right. Did I party too much in my twenties? Right. You know, I am I, what is it? What's in my drinking water? Um, what did I eat the other day? It's yeah. just crazy things that go through your head. But, um, also just not being able to physically push myself like I right. was used to. Right. I started walking a lot mm-hmm. and I was out, you know, in, two degrees and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And I would just walk the hills in my neighborhood. That's all I could do. And it just gave me a lot of time to reflect on what I wanted to do with fitness. It gave me a little deeper 
inside track to like what some of my clients had been going through mm -hmm. and um, not cancer patients yet. I hadn't yeah. gotten into that world yet, but um, it just gives you a deeper understanding of, oh, you know, I've got arthritis or, you totally. know, you, limitations, I, you've got you limitations that been aware of, yeah. you, you try to empathize with, mm -hmm. but you don't really know what a physical struggle is like until yeah. you've been through one. Yeah, definitely. So um, while I was going through this, I started um, getting through, you know, my ACE certification. You have mm -hmm. to renew every two years and go through your continuing education courses. I found one that um, I actually really loved and it's to be a cancer exercise specialist. Mm. So I did that. Um, and what's the difference between a cancer exercise specialist and a regular exercise specialist? You know, I think you've got to take into account a lot of different things. Um, for me physically, um, and actually a lot of it applies to normal exercise too, mm -hmm. but when people try to go back into strength training and they're strengthening something without their old or proper range of motion yeah. because your body's adjusted from surgery right. or you are immune deficient. I mean, you could, you could get very, very sick mm -hmm. if you go into a studio. So I go to, into a lot of people's homes. Oh, okay. Um, what blew me away is I thought, you know, and I do my, my surgeons, um, you know, pass along my information to people. So I have worked with women with breast cancer yeah. through similar situations right. th that I was in, but I started getting calls from, uh, for instance, a man I, who had bile duct cancer. I had no idea what bile duct cancer was. Nope. So it made me really, really do a little bit more research, mm -hmm. get down to what exactly I can do for this man, what I can't do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people just need somebody there to pick them up off the couch, yeah, get them moving a little bit. Um, you both know. I mean, that's maybe one of the number one reasons we work out anyway is the way we feel the high totally. we get. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's so the important when part. you can't do anything else. So yeah. you, you give this person control mm -hmm. of that half hour, that 10 minutes or that hour of yeah. their day when everything else is chaotic around them. Yeah. So yeah, it's cancer exercise, uh, a specialty, but right. But it, it kind apply. of applies to everyday life, right? Totally. Right. So I do get down more into the science and I talk with the doctors about the, the, do's and the don'ts and I'm learning as I go. Yeah. Um, I want to get back to the guilt piece. We talk a lot mm, on this podcast. Yeah. Just about some of the guilt we can experience if we, mm -hmm. you know, miss a workout when truly that's what we need to be doing is yeah. resting, recovering, right. you know, getting past that kind of mental block that says, go, go, go. How do you have any routines or rituals or like self-care practices, thoughts, mantras that helped you with your guilt in the situation. I know it's a little bit different here, but yes. I'm just curious of, you know, how people can kind of push past that because it's not to me when I hear guilt with anything to do with, you know, fitness related, really there's like, there must be some anxiety beneath it. Mm, you know, that's absolutely. what's manifest. The mm -hmm. guilt is manifesting, but there's probably something deeper there because it's not natural to feel guilty about right, you know right. in your situation what did you do wrong you know yeah probably maybe nothing but yeah. this is something that right. you're anxious you know creating in your own mind so I'm sure just or and can do more damage to, to yourself than yeah. whatever happened did you right. know um one I, I've gone through a lot of different routines to yeah. kind of find what works for me we can't do it all right yeah. we can't like 
you know, oil pull, drink our apple cider vinegar, meditate right. for two hours. Like we just don't have time to do everything. Right. <laughs> um, I learned from a teacher, a friend of mine in New York who owns um, a huge meditation business now called mm. Ziva. Uh -huh. And she has, she teaches in LA and New York and all around the world, but she created a program called Ziva Mind and you can learn online. And it's an eight day um, program that you go through and you learn how to meditate on your own. Oh, awesome. So I meditate 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the evening. Good for you. And it chips away at yeah. that anxiety and depression. Yeah. It's incredible. I know. Now you get a little, it's a little tough at the beginning because you're getting down to like what you're really, what's at the root of what you don't want to sit what with, what you don't want to sit with. Yeah. Right. And you get rid of it. Yeah. So the way she describes it are, um, in units of stress. So let's mm -hmm. say we have eight units of stress. When mm -hmm. we wake up in the morning, we meditate for 15 minutes in the morning. Mm -hmm. We take away one unit. So we're at seven. Okay. We go through our daily routine, daily stress automatically builds up. Build, we're back up to fills an the eight. bank again. Yeah. Absolutely. It just does. Yeah. Um, you meditate in the evening, you chip away back down to seven sleep gives you another chip away. So you're down Ooh, yeah. at six, then you wake up and you meditate. You're down to five daily stress creeps in. You're at six Ugh. meditate. You're at a five yeah. sleep. You're at a four. You get yeah. it. So, oh. it's, so it takes time. Is it what takes you're some time. Yeah. And you know, you could, some, there are days when I do it once or I skip something because I'm, but I can feel it. Yeah. You know, like my voice raises toward my kids, yeah. you know, if I, if I miss my meditation. So it wasn't until I started that, that I felt how anxious I actually was. Right. Um, another thing that meditation taught me and Emily, my friend taught, taught me about this too. She tells this story about like, um, you're sitting next to someone in a dinner party and you're in a brand new white dress mm -hmm. and someone flicks a piece of chocolate cake onto your dress. Mm-hmm. And you, you knock them off your chair and send them the dry. Yeah. Bill. Right. You're like, yeah. what the hell? What was that all about? <laughs> right. And th they say, well, I didn't do anything. So you're expecting this apology, right? Mm -hmm. So you can either hem and haw, you can stomp your way home. You can get in their face. You know, you could just worry about it. Yeah. Or you can take the damn dress off, put it in the washing machine, wash it. It comes out clean and you put it on. And it's about forgiveness yeah you know and you just moving the fuck on like, just, just moving not, on because most of the time it's not and, about us right? right oh yeah almost all of the time yeah. it's not about us it's, it's not just, something you did mm -hmm. most of the time yeah, <laughs> maybe right. some of the time but um just forgiving you know it, it did help me f i'm a i'm a big forgiver yeah um i don't really hold grudges but there were a couple little things in my life which i just had to let go yeah who cares maybe you're never going to get that apology um, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to do that with yourself too. Right. So that was big. <laughs> yeah. I was really interested too about you talking about, you know, fitness or working out was a way for you to have some control mm -hmm. over a time in your life when there was very little control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I shared with you when we were at coffee, when my brother passed away mm -hmm. this past summer, fitness was it is, I, you know, this is still obviously something that mm -hmm. I'm dealing with, will continue to deal with. That was an anchor for me in a time that was overwhelming, chaotic, indescribable, like days were a blur. Yeah. I kept my workout routine as a way just to be like, 
this is something you have control over. Yeah. I can go work out. I can take an hour for myself that it's just something to do yeah. when you don't feel like doing anything. And most of the time I did not feel like doing it. Yeah. And I can't even say all the time that it helped mm -hmm. necessarily. There's nothing really, which I'm still trying to get a handle on that's mm -hmm. going to help it. But it was, it, it just served as a peaceful time, a peaceful hour, a peaceful half hour that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, yeah. and it probably did help, but it, it doesn't fix things, right. but you had that. I'm, I know you had that routine established yeah. beforehand. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, um, oh, yeah. I mean, I was, thank God, you know, it, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like what it just, you know, it, they talk about bringing mental clarity and you're able to mm -hmm. escape and, you know, sometimes for sure during that hour, I could forget about it and it, yeah. it wasn't on my mind. Other times it, it wasn't as easy to just kind of brush away, but I always, always felt better after, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, for like, even if it was the five minute walk to my car until mm -hmm. I, until mm -hmm. I got there and started crying again, but yeah, for, yeah. for whatever it, that, that little bit of time, it was certainly helpful. But I think the, the control piece of it was really what it was and yeah. just an outlet, I think, where I was able to kind of direct energy, if nothing that's else. That's like beautifully put. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to help people do because I right. needed people to help me do that too. Yeah. And reconnect with myself. Yeah. But yeah. Um, some people are just trying to regain their health mm -hmm. then too. Or they're just starting a fitness routine. Yeah. So it's really cool to see someone um, yeah. grow that way. No, yeah. That's so. perfect. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. No, I... Um, how was the process of healing in terms of forcing you to slow down? So you talked about, mm. you know, like just starting walking again. You know, what kind of mental place, you know, mental adventure did you have to mm. go through when you were probably you know kind of bedridden for a while right like you couldn't do anything I'm assuming yeah I had a what did I could like? barely walk around the block for the first couple weeks you know they had Ugh. I had drains through my sides that were draining blood and I had it was disgusting. I mean I think if we think about like Andy and I how active we are you were probably in a similar situation yeah. like you go about your life thinking that you're healthy this was just completely out of the blue sure and then you're like you can't move and you can't work out. Like right. Andy, think about. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I and remember you... when I like couldn't run for, I think like three months. Oh yeah. And I had multiple people like, are you doing okay? No, I think <laughs> that mm -hmm. that is a fair question. I mean, when it serves as such a mental release for us and such a, you know, a place where we can go for our own headspace and then mm -hmm. to not be able to do that. How did you cope with that? I think... Well, you know, I did slow it down yeah. and I did what I could. Yeah. And then I'd see, you know, um, a man in a wheelchair, like at my gym who can't yeah. use his legs and he still is like this crazy upper body strength, you know, you do, you do what you can. Like mm -hmm. everybody can move somehow. Yeah. I think it's very cool that you took the route that you did because I think conversely, a lot of people have been like, I have fucking cancer. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't owe my body anything else. Right. I don't owe, you know, anything to what drives, unfortunately, a lot of people is, you know, appearances. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't owe anyone a good appearance mm -hmm. anymore. You know, mm -hmm. like 
I think there's definitely two routes you can take and you, I think that's really admirable that you kind of continued on your journey and not only continued, but really built upon it and are now doing something incredibly helpful to people who are in your similar position. Thank you. Did you go through a time though, where you were like, fuck, this is not fair. I'm pissed off. Oh, I'm mad. (laughs) Yeah. There were days I was just like, like, I I mean, I I do that. I didn't want to get out of it. Oh, I did it before. And now, you know, just if I was having a bad day with the kids or right. my husband was on I mean, tour I've just had I was feeling sorry for myself. Like two weeks yeah. <laughs> every morning. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I get it. Yeah. I mean, right. You got it. it. <laughs> Did you have any internal dialogue? Was there anything that you said to yourself, you know, in those times before you weren't, you couldn't even make it around the block where, you know, that mm. I'm going to get my strength back. I'm, you know, the human body is incredible. I've seen people do it. I can do it. Or, you know, anything that you... Yeah, internal chatter. I think I had maybe more of like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. This is going to be okay. This is temporary. Right. It's temporary. Um, This sucks right now. Yeah. But as one of my surgeons told me when I, on my initial consultation, she said, this will be just a bump in the road for you. And, you know, at the time you're like, whatever, you know, this is a pretty big bump. Like, it's a pretty big bump. Don't you understand, (laughs) you know? And I know my experience does pale in comparison to what a lot of people go through. Yeah, but... And not just cancer. I mean, it... Yeah, I don't know. We all go through something. We all have... Yeah, I mean, you can compare yours to other people and say, well, I didn't do that. But it was still... It was still something tragic and traumatic that happened to you. And, you you know, whether it's my pimple being traumatic to you or (laughs) yours, obviously, a much more severe thing. But (laughs) it's... You know, it's all very personal. It and is. So you know, and everyone so takes sh- it differently. Yeah, so and like, we shouldn't compare. You yeah. Know, what, yeah. Oh, well, my scenario is easier than this one, or mm-hmm. I've had such a harder life. I mean, it, very funny. I was yeah. watching Lady Bird last night. This is kind oh, of I need related. to see that. I oh, it's never great. Seen it it's either. great. And um, she, the girl, just lost her virginity to a boy who she also thought she was who she thought was also a virgin, and he mm-hmm. reveals that. He slept with like six girls. Classic. He's, uh, in high school. Six <laughs> girls is mind boggling to me. But um and he she's really upset and he to her being upset goes, you know, there's millions of people dying in um or there's millions of refugees over in Iraq right now. And she's like, that yeah. People can be sad for like, you know, things are sad for different reasons. Exactly. Or things Your are emotional aggravating truth is valid. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. to, dependent or excuse me separate from other people's no. like, right. yeah. yeah exactly yeah like those so people are still gonna treat be each other dying unfortunately yeah like, i can still be sad <laughs> yeah for yes. whatever reason right 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 totally. and it it's good care. you recognize it and then you just move on yeah yeah no i think it's applicable to anyone with even an injury or mm-hmm. if someone's going through a really stressful trying time in their life and they have to take time off mm-hmm. from working out because their schedule doesn't allow it and or in you know my situation kind of an extreme case where it's maybe not necessarily preventing me from working out but mm-hmm. it's still this shift it could. in your mindset it could have yeah t- totally it could have I mean, yeah like people with like you know severe depression or something like yeah the desire to even get out of bed is so overwhelming yeah and difficult that exercise is not an option yeah and I just try to compare that to somebody who, whatever their outlet may be, you mm-hmm. know, if that's taken away from them, it's, I mean, yeah. You know, no, yeah. I just totally no it. had to use it as a way mm-hmm. to like stay normal. 
that like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, slide into a spiral of despair because mm-hmm. I have an orange theory workout <laughs> schedule. <laughs> but I think that's the best thing is just trying to stay yeah. on a no, schedule at any, at any kind of, yeah. that would, like, yeah. if I didn't have a schedule mm-hmm. of some sort, I would yeah. fall and apart. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. The things that we will like cling to mm-hmm. when, when, you know, circumstances out of our control kind of start to take over I had a really great message in the first couple of days after my brother's accident someone a former podcast guest texted me who had also gone through an experience of losing a a close loved one Mm -hmm. and he was like as hard as it may be as difficult as it seems sometimes try to keep as much of a routine as possible Mm. and I was like that is great advice. You know, mm-hmm, that, that was mm-hmm. good to hear and nice to hear. And I really took it to heart. And there was, you know, a lot of things in my life to, to take care of and a lot of things to do where there was no routine. We were back and forth traveling to mm-hmm. Florida from Ohio and, you know, at a different hotel every night. And, and, and certainly at those times, I wasn't like, where's an Orange Theory studio? Like, mm-hmm. I have to find one. It was a little forgiving in that moment. But but just yeah really never never let it up and it helped because of the community that Mm -hmm. I had built there too you know going to those studios meant seeing friendly faces Mm -hmm. and having the familiarity of people that cared about me and knew me so that was comforting too so I think that's a an aspect that you don't necessarily think of when it comes to you know working out you're going to get your workout in it's great but for me too group fitness is such is the main vertical of of exercise that I do so that was a nice kind of yeah side piece too that's yeah is I I keep saying was it it is it is currently still yeah (laughs) yeah and I think I like that you touched on the community aspect of it I think we're losing a lot of that with um social media and Instagram models selling their uh fit plans right (laughs) or you know just doing and not, it's not all bad. I mean, like, no, cause I, I think you build a community through social media as well, mm-hmm. but it, sure it's, it isolates you just the same. It does. I mean, it's, we're not communicating anymore. And there's something about being next to someone on your bike yeah, or, you know, next to another sweaty person on your yoga mat. Like totally. you feel that energy from people. Oh my, my God. friend and I were just saying that we worked out together on Friday and I mean, funny enough, it was a partner workout, but we were also very much in our own zone and just kind of, you know, working through it. And she texts me after and she's like, God, like what a fucking start to your Friday yeah. to work out with your, like to work out together. Like, she's like, that was so much fun. And Ugh, I was like, it's I agree. Best. And like, it's, that's such a, a, you know, a fun way to spend time with someone, you know, you're not communicating with words or, you know, talking about what you had for lunch, but yeah, you are suffering together. You're communicating through, just yeah, like pushing through the workout together, pushing each other, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was just such a like. She said that, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like that was really great. I love that, and that's why you know we do what we do in this yeah. industry. It's let's pull each other up. Right, right. No, I've I mean everyone that I've met recently with the podcast, and I guess mostly re- so we released our first episode probably like July 6th, I think. Okay. And my brother's accident was two weeks after Mm. our first episode was released. So it was like right at the start of us getting going and like Mm. 
I didn't want to lose momentum. And, and he is, he was totally way more famous than I will ever be. He was on a couple episodes of a reality show. He had a huge Instagram following, like a local celebrity in his own right mm-hmm. for the kind of business that he was in. And, you know, there were times we had a recording uh, probably a couple weeks after the accident. And Andy was like, we can reschedule. Like we can. And I'm like, no, this is, mm. this is gonna maybe be difficult to get through it, but I know in the end it's going to help me. Yeah. And it for sure did. It was such yeah. a great outlet. It has been such a great outlet. And all of the people we've met through the podcast and just other fitness events have just been so positive and have just like lit this like wonderfully beautiful fire in my soul. And so when people talk about kind of like the, the downside of, of Instagram maybe, or even like the downside of people getting entrapped in the fitness community and the comparison game Mm -hmm. for me, it has been just such a positive experience Mm. that it's, I can understand where they're coming from certainly, but just like the love I've gotten on Instagram from different people and like people reaching out and we had, you know, former podcast guest like gave me a free month of unlimited classes at a, at her studio and was just like, you know, not to say that you need to be working out, but like, if it's a good I'm outlet here for, for you, you, here you yeah. go. Like it was just such yeah. a nice, a nice gesture. So it's, yeah, I think that it's just been great to, to kind of really, cause I'm not a trainer, so I don't mm-hmm. kind of come from mm-hmm. that background. I mean, I am a group fitness enthusiast. That's for damn sure. Right. But to, to get to kind of be in with it, in with the crowd, if you will, has been like so helpful, helpful for me during this time for sure. Yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah, there are some beautiful things about it too. Yeah. yeah. I think when you feel like you're not alone, (laughs) you know, you're part of this huge universe. Right. And eventually it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And you've got people by your side to help you along with this journey. I mean, it's, there are some, some cool things about it. Totally. Yeah. Totally, totally. All right. So, Emily, we always end with this last question. What does being fit mean to you? Happiness. Oh, oh that was so, I've been waiting. <laughs> I have been waiting for one we person have to just great come answers out of the all gate. the time. But that no, but like, no, just come out of the gate with like a one word or a one Joy. sentence. Yeah. Not like I I'm not hating on any past guests, no, it's but it's joke. normally a short novel when we ask what does being fit mean to you? Because of course it varies. Yeah. But I have just been fucking waiting <laughs> for a one answer response. Cause in my head, it's like a, that's how I imagined it. Like a trigger question. Like what is like, you know, like a hot answer. And right. Just like, like a quick thing. Biceps. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what it means to me, but visible you know, abs. <laughs> but like, I just, that was, that really, yeah. really just made my year. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah. Well, I, I could go into why, but I won't. Be. Oh, yeah. Let's hear, let's <laughs> let's hear why. Let's he- I want to hear why. I want to hear why. I like the long-winded answers. <laughs> now Andy's like, shit. No. <laughs> Here we go. No, I don't know. I think you do what makes you happy. Yeah. You, um, it should create happiness in mm-hmm. the rest of your life. The right. rest of your daily routine. Um, you, I've gotten to know so many incredible people in this community right. this way 
there there's just a, a whole yeah happiness is just the over arching emotion that yeah. goes along with it yeah. i like what you said though it should make you happy because i think that's something that often gets away from people because they have goals rightfully so sure. you know what whatever those goals are and you can get very focused which is great mm-hmm. but then to lose sight of like what really matters is your true happiness with yourself and if it's not making you happy then you know why Switch are you up. doing not to say that it's going to always be easy right? right especially if you have goals that are hard to accomplish right it should suck sometimes it should yeah. be hard you have to go get that mental toughness that grit about you which makes the achievement of the goal so much better mm. but I think overall you have to really get from it isn't making you happy so that's great absolutely yeah. yeah awesome well Emily where can people follow you where can they find you so uh live at the movement yeah movement, movement not moment yes my movement. sister brought me a dish towel that said live in the moment. I was like, well, <laughs> like, uh, hey, sis, I <laughs> emailed, I emailed Emily Strike. and I was like, I was like, hey, like that email is not working. She's like, uh, could you maybe <laughs> you did, check yeah. if you wrote live in the movement or live in the moment? And I was like, okay, I'll check. Yeah. Certainly <laughs> so did. Sure. Movement. <laughs> yeah. And it's live underscore in the movement, right? For um, Instagram. Instagram. For Instagram. Yes. And then yes. your blog is, or your is website. Live in the movement. Live in the movement.com. Yes. And then you teach at Studio S. Teach at Studio 6 S. 6 a.m. on Friday. Is 6 that correct? 6 a.m. on Fridays. I'm going to come. You're teaching at four to sub for Anna. That I tomorrow, am. Right? Come uh, tomorrow. I'm yeah. coming. I'm signed up. I will be there. And I went to the Reformer today. Nice. I know. I'm getting my money's worth. I love it. Yeah, yeah you Studio are. S really offers are. your first week $20 unlimited yes so it's a great way to check it out that's what i'm doing right now and it is great they have a lot of different offerings and they're the best i mean i one of those i just i i love good people i love they are very good people they are i went to the event that they put on at sloan the pilates Mm -hmm. night with anna and Susie, and then there were a couple people from the studio that came and we went out to pleasantry after had drinks and apps and just had phenomenal conversation talk about community like that was such a community yep. night I had never I knew Anna because I mm-hmm. go to 12th Street Pilates but I never met Susie I'd never met any of the other people in the studio and it was just one of those nights where you walk away and you're just like warm in the cheeks might have been the red wine too but you know what I mean like yeah. you just feel good and talk, they, connecting with people genuinely connecting with people they've created something special there too yeah. I every person that I walk into that studio I do personal training there one-on-one is welcomed so warmly and yeah. they feel in a very secure place to yeah. get their shit done. Right. No, it's a great space. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Follow Emily, you guys. Follow us at What the Fit Podcast. Slide into our DMs. We'll and show you how to do that tricep movement. <laughs> yeah. No, we will definitely show the tricep movement. Thank thanks. you both. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs>